episode of dwn productions thc podcast sponsored by fast custom shirts here at boygob.com now with the 50 percent itchier nose oh and i made sure to stick the in my fucking nose before we did this shit and it still itches oh those <sighs> the weather is Mm-mm-mm. And it's going to hit you hard, buddy. It's going to hit you No, hard. it's just because of fucking my nose hairs growing. My oh. nostril fur. Well, get the trimmers out, you know. I did, god damn it. I just told you I did that before I jumped on here. Well, you didn't do a good job, sir. I guess not. Another fucking battery, maybe. It's uh, probably wore out from sticking the tip of that thing in my fucking penis hole. But we'll get to that after I see go to the doctor. <laughs> it's been a while. That follow-up's taken a, a bit of time. <laughs> yeah, I never heard back from the actual dick doctor. Hmm. You know, I never actually heard back from anybody about the results. I just kind of went and looked at the, uh, like my information on the website or whatever. And that's how I found out, yay or nay. Hmm. Not like it used to be, Joe. No, I mean, and the thing is, like those reports, like I usually have trouble just logging in because I've forgotten <laughs> my, my, whatever I use, username, password. And then when I do get in, I don't understand that shit, you know? <laughs> Why? Because you're not a doctor? Right, yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't go to medical school or have any type of medical training whatsoever. Beatings be well, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah. Mm. Uh but anyway, Tom. Uh the week was busy. I uh 
did a little drinking last night and was in I did nothing today, like nothing. I just kind of like fucking laid around like a bum all day. And this is actually my first beer of the day. <laughs> Had to get something to get rid of that headache, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I usually do that earlier, but nah, I let myself suffer today. Um, yeah. So like last week, there was a, this controversy with Jimmy Fallon about him being a prick or something on set. I didn't read <laughs> this one guy said Jimmy Fallon was funny. And we were like, what did you just fucking say? <laughs> and we all got in trouble because it was labeled as a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me, Oh, wait a minute. Didn't he, wasn't he on my punchable faces list? So I went back and watched that, shared it on the page uh and yeah he was my number one punchable face <laughs> i still stand by that you know oh watch out anybody else who is on there because i think old tuck tuck got the boot too yeah but you know if you watch oh. just you know bear in mind that tom's making jokes he doesn't mean all this homophobic <laughs> rattle <laughs> He was wearing a bow tie, though. I didn't yeah. know that's what that shit meant. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, yeah, you know, that's it. How about your week, Tom? Your week was filled with mask making and stuff, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, mask making, mold making. It was a pretty full week of everything. Uh, been in a better mood. So, hey, good for that. Uh, what else? I don't know, Joe. Mm. But hey, wasn't in a miserable mood, so. That's good. That's good. Good. And whenever you're in a better mood, Tommy, you watch a lot of movies. Why don't you tell us about one of the ones you watched this week? Well, before we get to movies, let me ask you a question, Joe. All right. You like comic books? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. You like... uh. Horror comic books, Drew? Not a lot of them, no, because they're not ever very scary. You know, they're not very effective ah. how they tell a, a horror tale. You know, so no. Damn. I, Have you ever? You know, I try to. I always give it the benefit of the doubt, and I tend to be let down most of the time. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Expectations, you know, try and go in with none. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Joe. Do you like uh, Tales from the Crypt? <laughs> the comics? No. The children's animated television show based on the TV series that was based on the comics. <laughs> but uh, some of the action figures that they made out of it. Pretty sweet, right? All right. Three points of articulation. Nice. So, uh, what are we at? Season two, episode four. Till death. Really need to get my I sketch back. <laughs> so you can draw another rendition of Scud. You know what you should draw? That guy from Mudvayne. 
Well, go ahead. And All right. So this is. one is called Till Death. It, uh, I think this is the first time where uh, the Crypt Keeper had a shtick up until the, uh, right now. It's been like more spooky-ish. And he's not really having uh, themes in the crypt and all that. It's just him being kind of spooky. But this time he was wearing sunglasses, Joe. Mm. So they're sprucing him up a little bit. <laughs> uh, this one's about a dude who's trying to build some kind of a, uh, what the fuck are they called, resort up in uh, Africa or Haiti or some fucking place where they still got witch doctors or where the P- more place blah, 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 that's all folks or places that still had witch doctors in the late 80s early 90s so uh this honky is uh trying to woo over this uh bloquette who has a lot of money and she's thinking of investing in the place but she doesn't want to for reasons Anyways, uh, the dude goes to the old witch doctor he's been fucking and says, hey, I need a love potion to make this lady fuck yeah, sing it. Love potion number nine. Hey. So uh, she says, "Ah, I don't know if you can, you know. Do that character of a voice in this day and age. Oi, mate, listen up. That still really doesn't sound Jamaican or anything, so that's probably good. <laughs> so she whips up some shit and uh, says, hey, one drop, she'll be your wife. Two drops, she'll be your wife for life. So uh, I guess he gives her too much. She fucking dies. She comes back as a fucking zombie. And uh, he kills himself. But the witch doctor brings him back to life and says, Oh, mate, it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> and there's some really good fucking zombie shit in here. Like the look of the zombies and shit. It's one zombie, but uh, it degrades throughout the episode. For the most part, all of it is fucking awesome. I think this is the first uh, really good one that I've watched. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly due just to the fucking look of the zombie. Like, there's one. The one at the very end is fucking cool, where it's just like a skull and shit. But uh, right before the zombie catches on fire, it looks really fucking cool. And they did some cool shit with the lighting to make it look like the eyes were just all white because of the light hitting it. It was good shit. So till death, the first real good one. Yeah, she does. She gets lit on fire and then jumps in the quicksand. You'd love it. Cause it has that fucking effect. In it. You like that stunt. So yeah, this one we're fucking like actual good ones that'll be like, oh yeah, that one was good and not just Lance Henriksen cutting his fucking fingers off. So we're like one for whew, almost 20. 
maybe more than 20 now. <laughs> but that's all right. Tune in next week, and maybe I'll watch another one or two. Maybe not, though. All right, we can talk about movies now, I guess. Well, Hey, Joe, you ever seen Bordello of Blood? I have. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, Tom, I watched an anthology movie called Tales of Poe. And as the title would suggest, it is based on tales written by Edgar Allan Poe. But with a little bit of a modern twist, Tom. A what? Modern. Uh, <laughs> so there's people in this that I know. You know, there's people that uh, are behind the scenes of it that I know. And sorry, you know, sorry, folks. I did not care for this thing at all. Uh, it adapts the Telltale Heart, which is one that's always adapted all the time. It's pretty easy to do. And uh, they modernize it, I guess. This nurse is taking care of a faded old uh, actress and... Uh, like, she's got the eye, just like in the story, and it's driving the lady crazy, so she kills her, and, you know, and then, whatever, they bust her, or whatever. Uh, the second story is the cask of Armantilado, and it's the one where the guy <laughs> puts people, or is his uh, buddy in a wall, which was really his rival, or something. And in this one, it's just, like, all like a murder scheme to steal the wine empire from somebody else. And the third one. Um, it, what was the second one called again? Ask of Armantilado. <laughs> uh, I've never heard anybody pronounce that shit the same. You can go up to eight different people and say, hey, what's the name of this story? It'll be all different. Well, I'm saying it right. Um, <laughs> the last one is based on one of uh, Poe's poems called Dreams. And it's just some real shitty uh, art house type thing, you know, with like the lady's dying. So she's seeing visions. She's taking on a journey Tom, to see wonders, you know, and it's, I don't know, this guy in a skull suit, you know, tap dancing. Or, you know, oh, splendor, this beast of this. And then, oh, no, there's some buddy chasing me through the forest with paint on. You know, it looks like like Haunter-type shit, Haunter-type makeup. About, um, it's just bad, man. This whole thing is bad. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, some people are saying it's great. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I'm the dick. Let me read some reviews. So I <laughs> IMDb. And yeah, there were people comparing it to like Fellini and Brunel and shit like that. So these are people that obviously know the people that made it and are writing some bullshit praising review. You know, but there was a lot of them like, hey, don't watch this. Don't waste your time. So it wasn't just me. It's uh, it's not good. It uh, If anybody's interested in purchasing it, Old Wild Eye has distribution to it, so go ahead. But uh, don't don't purchase it. Don't uh, don't watch. It. <laughs> so, 
it, it's two hours long, man. The independent movies that that go past, fuck you, you know. But it I, is three short stories, though. It is no it two is. short stories and a poem. Right? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I uh, I don't know what I was expecting. You know, uh, they've got the uh, the horror people in there. You know, like some lady that was in one of the Friday the Thirteenths, and you know, you've got I don't know. Debbie Rashawn is in it, which she's actually a good actress, but you know, you can't do much when you don't have good material to work from. You know, and how do you fuck up Edgar Allan Poe? That shit's easy. I don't know, but they managed to do so. Uh, Sorry, folks. Sorry, I didn't like it. You know, if you're mad at me now, oh well, you're mad at me. <laughs> don't be mad at me. Make something good, <laughs> you know, that I'll enjoy. Well, Joe, I got a couple uh, Blu rays in. From the fine, fine blokes at severin-films.com, Joe. Oh, shit, I got a third order. <laughs> Hope they're not listening. This is the new 4K Blu-ray release of Bad Biology, Joe. So... When I got this, there was only one option, and you got it with a book. Little did I know, Joe, it was in fact a book itself, and the DVDs are like housed on the back covers. I would show you the pictures, but unfortunately, Mr. David played a joke on everybody. And you know when you open up a book and you just do it randomly, it'll always go to the middle because of how it's bound and shit. Shit ton of nudity. So anybody just randomly grabs this and picks it up. Oh, I got you, mate. Ha <laughs> ha, real pisser. <laughs> so it's a book, you know. I wanted a movie, but I got a book. That's fine. Uh, after re-watching it, I like it more this go around, maybe because I've seen it before, so I don't have any expectations. That's not to say I uh, particularly like the movie or will ever maybe watch it again. I might. It was okay. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, It's the R, no, it's the W word with a hard R. You know, it's a bunch of, bunch of white guys talking, hey, that's not how you talk there, mate. Maybe I can say it because I'm one of those guys, son. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like a white hood movie mixed with this weird, uh, psychosexual slasher kind of i don't know and it's uh pretty cheap you know they did it on a shoestring budget and shit 
So like all this is very jarring, just seeing this all these years back when it first came out, not being what I expected. But now knowing what it is, yeah, it's okay. It's uh it's it's fine. It looks good, it sounds good, it has the uh, old commentary and whatever fucking bonus features were on the DVD release. It has a new commentary track with uh, Lauder, the star, and the uh, cinematographer. That was fine for background noise. There was uh, interviews with everybody. They were good. There was fucking like a goddamn hour and ten minute interview with just the fucking actor and cinematographer going back and forth talking to each other in a very odd room. and. Uh, <laughs> I was about to turn it off and then it ended. So I was just like, oh, thank fuck. It was fucking a lot. I mean, if you like this movie, this is probably the best release it'll ever get. Anything you want to know about this movie is on this disc. I didn't read the fucking book or anything because I didn't buy a fucking book. I mean, I did, but you know, you know. So if you like bad biology, oh, ha, ha, ha. Check it out. Uh, solid release from the fine, fine folks at severin-films.com. And I paid for it, too. I know I give Vinegar Syndrome a bunch of shit for fucking the prices they charge for the movies that are on those discs. But a little fucking high, for sure. I think this was like 50 bucks. A little fucking high. So, well, there's that. A bit better then because I did bite the bullet and I pre ordered that Coffin Joe set. Uh, yeah, but that was only like what 95 bucks or something. And aren't you getting like six movies and some fucking lobby cards or some goofy shit? Yeah, reproductions of the comic books and shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a solid in the book. The book's nice and shit. It's just, I don't give a fuck about a book. I'd throw it over my goddamn head, but it'd probably break something and ruin the disc. So, oh, the book, whatever. So, yeah, I'm surprised you don't like this movie after watching it. I think it would be right up your alley. Besides all the wigger stuff, I mean. That's one of the ones I... It, from from that guy. No, there's a he's done a few that I haven't seen. It's just like... You know, he's bad biology to me, so I don't really, <laughs> you know, like a whole lot of his stuff. It's a bunch of naked chicks fighting a killer dick. I think, mm. I think you would like it. Because as you said, many, 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 many times before that the only thing you need to make a good movie is nudity. True. Yeah, I'll and give it a point. This has top and bottom movie nudity. <laughs> so if you want to be shocked when you see, oh my God, did I just see that hooker's pussy? You did. <laughs> you did. Joe, I also got the 4K release of the last horror film. Featuring this fucking 
box slip cover thing that everybody fucking wanted because that shit's so cool. And it also came with a book. Here's the disc. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for that art, but there it is. It's not reversible, but you got your Blu-ray. You got your 4K. And the movie's all right. Have you ever seen it? I have a copy of this, but not the severing copy. I have an older, uh, a pretty poor looking copy. So hopefully this got cleaned up. Uh, yeah, I didn't fucking want to puke watching it. So, I mean, it looked fine. Yeah, I've seen it. And, you know, I like Joe Spinell and all, but it's just him walking around Cannes Film Festival, you know. It's got I mean, kind, kind of, of you got shit in his room and you know he bromps around all over. Watches a few films. Yeah. Yeah, so in this one, Joe Spinell plays a fucking off-kilter sweaty fuck. And uh he makes amateur movies, I guess, or just movies so him and his mom can watch. Oh, how touching. So he says, Hey mom, I'm gonna go to the con. And I'm going to make a movie with this actress I'm going to obsess with. And she said, oh, you're fucking crazy. Oh, mama, I'll be back. So then he goes to fucking con, stalks this fucking actress and shit. And uh, people start turning up dead. And the effects are all right. They were fucking definitely better than I thought they were going to be. Uh, yeah, people start turning up dead, and uh, obviously, you think it's him making his movie and shit, but it turns out there's a twist ending, Joe. Um, um, it's all right. Uh, again, I think this one was like 40 50 bucks, a bit much, but I don't think they're selling it anymore. And now that like the book and fucking things all bruised up i won't be able to resell it but whatever you don't deserve it anyways you say you like the fucking books you always say oh yeah i read the books i wish i could just buy the books by themselves i'm i'm the complete opposite well because you know i don't like watching special features and once you see these uh guys that talk about the movies i'd rather read it than watch these people you know because they look (laughs) what you would expect them to look like shout out to everybody watching this mm-hmm. uh as for the special features on this disc i didn't really care enough about the movie to want to watch the special features that were on it i think there's an audio interview with like uh, joe spinell's assistant or maybe that was the commentary and then uh, there was a fucking another thing where they interviewed like his buddy. What's that? We'll see if I can read it. The light's just really low. Yeah, it's too small and too dark for me to fucking read this shit. But they only sold it for the weekend or whatever. And you can't get it now. So fuck you, I guess. <laughs> it was all right. I might watch it again. Maybe I'll try and fucking put it on ebay so oh i got a damaged copy (laughs) but yeah it was all right again just uh just a little much but i do understand that fucking it's a small boutique company offering this 
thing that only a couple people want, so your prices have to be, but it's a lot for a book I just threw across the room. Well, Tom, 2023, you know, trying to watch some more 23 movies and build up a list. So I watched the Apple original movie, Tetris. This movie is the secret origin of the game Tetris, developed in Russia. And uh, it's about this guy that's trying to secure the rights for the handheld Game Boy that's about to come out. And he's got to go to Russia, Tom, where KGB is watching his every move and trying to steer the deal to this other corrupt businessman from the U.S. that, that wants the rights. And uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's it's not a movie I'll ever watch again, but it's worth a watch. You know, it's uh, well done. Um, Toby Jones is in it. He's always good, and he's good in this, you know, putting on a little fake Russian gossip sense. Um, uh, yeah, I dug it, man. I, you know, learned a little bit about Tetris. You ever play Tetris, Tom? Any good? I have. Uh, I mean, I guess. Do you remember it's not like little jingle that plays while you're playing? Something like that. No. Well, it's fun. It's. I'm trying to think of the. Just shapes and shit, and you got to line up the shapes, you know, and they start coming faster and faster, Tom. It's good shit. There were a lot of ripoffs of it too. There were. Remember Sonic's Mean or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Yeah. Yeah. That was matching up colors in that one. It was yep. segregation, the video game, I guess. <laughs> you fucking pricks. It took me all this years, but now I'm on to you, motherfuckers. Yeah, not Good much. It's it's a decent flick. It's all about business and you know trying to secure a deal. You know, interesting. I guess you know Russia is about to fall, collapse, and you know become. Uh, I don't know what they even call Russia anymore. I don't know. It's it's called. I don't know. I don't keep up with current events as much as I should, Tom. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, why should you? Yeah. So is this like a factual movie, or was it embellished? I'm sure it was embellished, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it uh, you know, at the end where they show you what the real people look like and what they're doing now and all that, it's like, man, what, do they ever try to make an effort to make these people look anything like the real people? Now, nah, why should they, right? I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's an okay movie. Not your thing, Tom, you know. But maybe, maybe, I don't know. It's just make it, you know? Just trying to to make it. Yeah, I got no interest. Yeah, that's okay. Let's watch it Bad Vibes. Watch the special features or something. I did. Oh, I ran through everything in one day. I'll never. No, it's not even, that's not even a book. I should, if I had the, well, I do have the ability, but I'm not going to go <laughs> back and edit this into the interview. But uh, it's a lot of pictures. 
it's more or less a picture book. So it ties in with the wacky broads photography habit. We'll get to special features a little later. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. I don't know. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Let me look at my list here, Joe. Hey, Joe, have you ever heard of Wissera? No. What if I say, Yosef, you ever heard of Wissera? No. Okay. Well, there's this Mexican movie that came out this year, 2023, that is, called Wissera the Bone Woman. And in this one, a lesbian doesn't want to be a lesbian anymore. So she goes. (laughs) So she goes and gets a boyfriend, maybe a husband too, and then gets knocked up by him. Hmm. But then she curses herself and a fucking spirit demon with broken legs haunts her. And uh, she does things like not eat. And in attempts of, uh, you know, not having this baby. And then she meets up with her old flame. And they start going down on each other and rubbing each other's backs sensually. And, you know, farting in each other's mouth. Things like that. And uh, she eventually has this baby, Joe. And, you know... <laughs> She throws it in the refrigerator. Luckily, she comes to her senses and fresh. Oh, yes. She comes to her sense. Like, this is overnight. The baby's crying. She just gets up, throws it next to the lettuce, shuts the door, goes back to bed. Her husband, her boyfriend's out of town. She just wakes up, like, all refreshed. Like, oh, I was best goddamn sleep I ever fucking had. And then, oh, mios Dios, where the baby? So she fucking thinks the baby fell out of the fucking window, but she hears it crying in the refrigerator. Oh, thank the Lord, it's okay. So uh, she goes back to this uh, Santeria witch doctor again. This is the second time she goes back, and uh, they've been trying to pray the gay away, Joe. But it hasn't been working. So this time they do some kind of black magic ritual. And uh, it really all amounts to nothing. And in the end, she gives the baby to her husband and moves to the mountains with the lesbians. The end. So the curse is broken. That's- yeah. Yeah. And then the curse is broken. <laughs> oh, this one's going to make a list, Joe. I guarantee. What a pig fucking piece of shit. This sucked. Ugh. I mean, it would have been all right when they were doing lesbian shit if the one girl didn't look like a dude. Oh, so they. She did. They made it kind of realistic. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Hey, any hooch daddies in there? Come outside. Started dancing with duct tape on her nips, you fucking pig. 
Hey, Joe, speaking of fucking dancing with duct tape on your nips like a fucking pig, you know, uh, we're bringing back the uh, mystery box of shit contest. Have you heard of this? Wait a minute. I'm supposed to remind you of something. <laughs> yes, I, I do. All this was a uh, a part of the show from well, from time to time, it's a part of the show. <laughs> we did it once before. ah so uh we're gonna do it a little different this year i think joe i'm gonna ask your opinion and then uh we'll go from there okay so they can either send videos to the email boygobpod at gmail.com telling us why they should win the mystery box of shit or they can send a video to boygobpod at gmail.com. Either way, you're sending me the video so I can play it on here, you see. And the second option would be them doing the demon dance, Joe. Hmm. So we'd have either people telling us why they should win or people doing what they think the demon dance would be, and maybe we would get a giggle out of that. I would think, you know, because we're going to get at least two entries, so I would say the demon. All right, everybody. I agree, and I support that decision. So, uh... How long should this run for, do you think? Uh, well, I'd say at least two weeks, because sometimes people don't listen to the show until maybe Friday or something, you know, when they're, like, driving or whatever. Give people a chance. All right, let me see what the, uh, pull up the old calendar here. Uh, da, 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 da. So, the show on October 1st, that will be the deadline, and uh, we will pick our winner then, too, as well. Perfect. So, you, ha- Perfect. So you have until October 1st to send a video of yourself. October 1st to send a video of yourself doing the demon dance and send it to boygobpod pod at gmail.com and you're sending the video you know it's going to be played on here so there's the legalities and we will solely pick the uh, winner on which one we like the most and nothing more than that if you can, uh, boy, or manages to arrange a demon dance flash mob, you're probably gonna win it for sure. And there'll probably be enough uh, shit in that box that you'll be able to split up. I put a bunch in there today, so <laughs> okay. there's definitely shit in the box. Cool. I watched nothing. Let me take else. A- All right, so let me take a sip of this, and then I'll get back to the old list there, Joe. All right. Mm, 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 mm. 
Mm. Oh, that beer is pretty fucking sweet. <sighs> I watched a uh, Japanese stop motion movie called Junkhead, Joe. Have you heard of this? No. It was pretty good. Uh, I'd say I'd like it the same as Mad God. Uh, again, this one, the art style, I don't know what it is with these dark fucking, you know, moody stop motion animated fucking movies that they all got to look like tool videos. But again, this reminds me of a goddamn tool video. It was like this fucking the one dude who was the main dude. And two other people made this shit by themselves over fucking seven years. And it looked like a lot more fucking people with a lot more work and shit went into it. So just watching it for the fucking all the art that's on screen and the craftsmanship, that's worth watching it alone. The stories, and it's fucking Japanese. So, I mean... I'm not even sure if you had to read the subtitles. You might have turned them off because they're all talking gibberish anyways. It's just this is supposed to be a comedy, so, you know, the fucking cultural barrier, what's funny over there, is it not necessarily funny to American audiences and that kind of shit, but it's fucking beyond commendable. Everything fucking, like, looked cool. Uh, there was a lot that was real similar to fucking Mad God. It was about like they're both about researchers going down to a fucking lower civilization and fucking they think he's God and all these questions about heaven and hell and life and shit. Very similar. Uh, if you like stop motion animation, watch it for sure. Uh, or if you're a Weibo. I think that's what they call those fucking people. If those are the fucking white kids who are all fucking all about Japanese animation and wearing goofy wigs and shit. They call them weebos, you see. I've why? never heard. I don't know why they call them that, but they do. So uh yeah, if you're in any of those two categories, check it out. Uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime for the fair price of $2. However, afterwards, I discovered that it is on YouTube to watch for free, probably in higher quality, because when I get shit off of Amazon, I cheap out and go for the standard definition if it is cheaper, and this one was by a dollar. So I was bored sometimes for sure but uh i just then i would just start looking at what was on screen and what went into making it and all that and i was like all right character designs and all that like aren't fucking awesome and like what i like but you might not you but the proverbial you right yeah, but uh yeah, but... yeah check it out if you would like or don't but uh this motherfucker put a lot of work into it, so at least go watch the trailer. Yeah, it's like, what, a minute and something, maybe two minutes? Let's go watch the fucking trailer. Oh, it's still me again. God damn it, Joe. So I rented another movie off of the good old Amazon Prime. 
This one was called Cobweb. Have you heard of it? Yes. Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. I think it's on Shudder, right? It is not. Fucking old who Sarah was. I forgot who the fuck recommended that shit to me. But then I was just like, oh, God damn, it's on Shudder. Well, they gave me another fucking free trial. So I did that, watched it. It sucked a dick. So I was like, all right, if I got Shudder, let's see what else is fucking on here. Not a goddamn thing. So in the span of three hours, I fucking subscribed and canceled Shudder. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Um, so, no. Shudder, if you haven't uh, been paying attention. Just sucks. I got all these fucking DVDs and Blu-rays. Anything that I'd want to watch on Shutter, I already fucking have. And every so often, or that Sharksploitation movie was okay. That one was okay, but whatever. Rob Schraub was in it, and he fucking made a shark movie with his penis. So that's the kind of people running shit over there, Joe. Uh, so cobweb, yes, the hit picture. It's uh, it's Halloween themed. These motherfuckers, their whole backyard is a pumpkin patch. Joe, I couldn't believe it. It was cool as shit. The uh, the whole thing. It looks, it feels like Halloween. How it was shot, how it was lit, how it was color graded and shit. It's about a a little boy who lives in a house. A creepy old house with his fucking weird-ass parents. His parents don't let him go fucking trick-or-treating or celebrate Halloween. He's picked on at school. Turns out a few years ago that a uh, child went missing, Joe. And uh, the parents killed him. Killed her. Hmm. Why? because before the son was born, they gave birth to an evil monster girl child. And uh, they locked her up in like a tank and shit. And fucking the trick-or-treater saw her. So they freaked out and fucking killed her because they didn't want to be thrown in jail or whatever the fuck. So the mom always feels weird because she killed the kid and now she's all fucked up from it. And uh, they don't know that the evil daughter girl escaped in the walls. And at this point, you don't know that she's fucking evil. <laughs> the fucking she's in the wall like, hey, help me get out of the wall. Our parents are fucked. They're going to kill me and you. Blah, 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 blah. So fucking he rat poisons the parents, gets her out. She's like a fucking murderous CGI fucking monster shark spider girl. And, uh, yeah, it was all right. It's a good one-time watch around Halloween. It is very Halloween-y. <laughs> and uh, if you have children, not anybody else's, they have to be yours, and you want to get them into fucking like a spooky movie or something, this would be a good one for it. There's uh, a couple gore effects. Nothing too fucking, oh, that'll fuck them up. Uh, the creature's okay. The face looks like not good. It looks like a weird fucking shark person, a stupid shark person thing. Uh, Gary Busey has like a fucking preteen kid. 
This dude's like 97 fucking years old. However, his son is fucking playing the bully in this movie to a fucking like elementary school kid. So I don't know what the fuck's going on with that nutty prick, but still shooting loads, I guess. (laughs) It's worth a watch. If you're looking for something new this Halloween, I would say, uh, you know, save this one for a fucking month and a couple weeks and watch it closer to Halloween. Why it was released now. I don't know, but uh, it was it was a good Halloween movie, even though I just spoiled fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. They'll have forgotten about it close to Halloween. So it all Probably. worked out. This one might make the list. Hasn't been a good year, Joe. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> eh, movies. There's so far all the ones I'm just like, yeah, that'll probably make it. They're documentaries. Mm. Yeah, not even that great at documentaries, but haven't seen anything that was, ah, that was fucking awesome. Fuck. Joe, I've been talking for so long. So how about you talk about Something. All right. So, continuing from last week when we watched the Howard Hawks not directed movie, The Thing from Another World, we jumped to what's this movie? 82? This come- Who knows? Who cares? Uh, DVD. But uh, John Carp decided to make a remake of this film. And like the other one, it takes place in an Arctic research place. Uh, what are they researching? I'm thinking they're researching drinking and smoking marijuana because that's all. <laughs> you know, they don't really do shit aside from that. And uh, all of a sudden, they're invaded by Norwegians who are uh, really bad shots, you know, because they're from Norway and uh, don't know how to throw things because they don't have baseball in Norway. So uh, they blow themselves up. it's America's pastime, you see. It is. Uh, they were trying to kill this nice doggo that you see right here, you know, uh, between us. And, uh, well, it turns out they had an okay reason it's not really a doggo it's a uh it's a thing from another world um and what this thing from another world can do is make his face shine really bright (laughs) can it no or is that just the stupid fucking poster poster is there Has there ever been a worse poster for an equal or better movie? No. Uh, yeah, this, that poster sucks. It doesn't really give you anything about the movie. And I could see people passing this up because of the poster. This movie didn't do well when it came out. It was a financial failure. But uh, I think they tried to blame it because E.T. came out at the same time and people didn't want fucking scary, spooky aliens. They wanted happy, friendly E.T. 
I don't know what it was. People just didn't go see it. And, uh, and well, people were wrong, Tom. As is usually the case, people were wrong. Because this movie is fucking great. Uh, just the setting, you know, it's out in the Arctic. And it's not stupid. You know, the, the dialogue <laughs> sounds genuine, unlike the original movie. Or that dialogue just sounds fake as, as fake as hell, Tom. The, the way people are talking in that movie, you know. Yeah, I mean, did motherfuckers really speak like that to each other? Is that just how speech was portrayed in fucking movies back then? Movies, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's just not all the movies from back then were like that. It's just the, the style, I guess. And fuck, I don't know. It's but my Hollywood I, accent. Oh, okay. Uh,. Everybody, every character is distinctive and has their own personality, and everybody does a good job in their role. Uh, but taking the cake, the best acting goes to the dog at the beginning of the movie before he turns into the thing, before the reveal and all that. Because that dog, man, he's just like, you know, skulking around, checking out the camp. You know, there's a scene where he's just looking up. No, and he's like, "Yeah, you motherfuckers, you don't know, you don't know, but you're gonna know. You're gonna." <laughs> and when he's, you know, running from the Norwegians, and he just fucking jumps up on the guy. Hey, I'm a friendly dog. You know, you feel for the dog and everything. It, it, he sold me, man. You know. Yeah, as I do with these Thursday nights, the movie night with my mom. She sees the dog. Ah, oh, no. No, run, dog. Run. Oh, no, don't get it. Run. Oh, thank God they got the dog. Oh, fuck. That was her, except she didn't say, oh, fuck, when the motherfucker's head split open. But she did jump. <laughs> uh, motherfucker's head turned into a daisy. I've seen this movie tons of times, and it. Uh, I'm still, like, I started it late the other night. And it just woke me up, you know, it's just like, so it's not me being an old man passing out on everything. No, it's these other movies are born. <laughs> and this one like got me like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I remember the scene. This is badass. And yeah, it's still badass. You know, there's only one effect that I don't like in the movie, but I give it a pass because everything's so good. It's when he sticks his hand in the guy's mouth, you know, and. It just, I don't know. I don't think mouths work like that. Or, you know, it's when just he sticks weird. his hand in the guy's mouth. When the belly opens up? No, no. It's at the end where uh, Wilford Brimley, uh, uh, he comes up on the uh, the military guy, the guy with the, with the handgun, and he puts his hand on his mouth, and all of a sudden his hand's inside his mouth. Oh, yeah. It's like some fucking Cronenberg weird shit. Yeah, it, it's or not a, not Cronenberg, but like a fucking Brian Usna chunting body fusion thing, right? Yeah, it just doesn't look as good as everything else. You know, it's just kind of kind of weird. But everything else, and everything else is like over exaggerated and crazy, and but it's still it was what over what exaggerated, uh, <laughs> but it just it's good. You know, it all looks good. And and they're selling it, you know. Everybody's like, when they're seeing all this shit, they're freaking the fuck out. You know, kick-ass movie. Yeah, 
the movie's fucking great. Nothing I could fucking say is gonna add anything to shit that's been said before. Fucking the effects are great. The acting's great. The cinematography's great. Everything about the movie's fucking great. Is it in my top 10 horror movies? No. Would it make top 20? Probably. Would it make top 25? Definitely. But uh, it would definitely make my top 25 movies, period, of all time. Just not horror movies. So well, it's good shit. Say that again. Bunch of my lists. This one pops up all the time, and it is one of my favorite movies to watch. Uh, I uh, recently reread the comics that are a direct continuation of this, and as we were talking about horror comics, it didn't work. You know, it's it's an all right read, but it just nah, I didn't really care for it all that much. So, were either one of them the thing? No. No, no not they just froze to death? Yeah, they froze to death. No, uh, some sub came up under them and, like, rescued them. A something. sub? Yeah, submarine. Broke through the ice. Like a Gamera. Um, there's a board game called uh, Outpost, whatever, whatever this outpost is called. That shit's pretty fun because one person plays as the thing and you're trying to infect the other people that are playing and the other people are trying to figure out who the fuck's the thing. Uh, It's a fun game. I played the PS2 game, which I don't remember a whole lot about, so maybe it wasn't that good. But I remember being excited to play it, you know, and, and... I remember people liking it. I just never played it myself because it wasn't Mortal Kombat, you see. So this was also one of the first Blu-rays that I bought. When I bought a Blu-ray player, I bought this and some Planet Earth box set, you know, to just show animals killing each other and everything. But special features, Tom, the Blu-ray exclusive U-Control. And what you do here, you go beyond the movie and customize your own high-def experience. And you can enjoy interactive features while you watch the film, Tom. It lets you see behind-the-scenes, picture-in-picture, you know? So some prick from the movie will pop up and start talking about a particular scene as the movie's playing. And I thought, you know what? I never utilized any of these features because I'm not a special features guy. So I thought, you know what, this time I'm going to watch it with his shit to see what it's like. And then I said, no, I'm not. (laughs) I like this. I don't want to be interrupted by some prick, you know? So I didn't. I didn't still not watch the special feature picture and picture shit, which I don't know if you can like see that. I don't know. It was a stupid gimmick, I guess. Yeah, I thought I had the uh, Scream Factory Blu-ray. I kept fucking scanning the shelves for it. Couldn't find it. Still have the Anchor Bay release, which is solid as fuck. They look fine. Uh, It's fucking the special features on there. There's like an hour and a half making documentary. Pretty sure there was a commentary track, but I've listened to that shit years and years and years ago. Uh, That Anchor Bay release is solid as shit still. 
It has a uh, John Carpenter and uh, Kurt Russell doing commentary, but I've never listened to any of that. Give you something to listen to old in the old shop while you're working. I got a Blu-ray player at the shop. Ah, you can get one. I got faith in you. No, I went to a Goodwill the other day and I saw a bunch of them. <laughs> nice. I didn't buy one. Oh. But yeah, like I said, the movie's fucking great. Is it in my top ten horror movies of all time? Nope, but it's close. However, it would be a five out of five for me. And there haven't been many movies that we talked about on here that would be. I think, uh, what, Planet Terror and Machete, those would probably also be five out of fives for me. But I like those movies more than this one. But I know that this is a better movie, technically, and all that kind of shit. Just personal preference, you see. So one thing I don't like is that people try to put this in a trilogy. You know, they call it the <laughs> Apocalypse Trilogy. Carpenter's Apocalypse Trilogy. No, it's not. Just quit trying to make fucking trilogies. This is a movie on its own. You know, yeah, they have themes that are similar, but that doesn't make them a trilogy, you dumbasses. No, I think there's a direct correlation between this and They Live, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one also, about the books. Yeah. I also have the soundtrack back there in the uh in the old record cubby holes or whatever. And uh Andy what Wolf, you call your ass. How do you say uh, guy's last name, Tom? Because you're Italian. Who Maricone or I don't know how you would say Maricone? Maricone? Maybe. You tell me. Yeah, I don't don't have it in front of me to fucking uh, read. It is good. The music alternates between like kind of a a regular score and then he's doing like John Carpenter music, which was like for the longest time I thought John Carpenter did it. Uh but he didn't. He's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a John Carpenter music." And he did. <laughs> Good shit. He probably just sat in the fucking corner eating ravioli while John Carpenter did do it. He just couldn't take the credit for it because there'd be like union issues and shit. Probably. And fuck ravioli. Hold on. Good. I think I'm getting a phone call. Maybe we can uh we we can uh, hello? Are you there? Who is this calling me? I'm on a podcast, you fuck. Didn't Marty Coney? <laughs> Mac- <laughs> That's- hey, it's me, Marconi. You want to know about the, the, the movie I make it, the music I make it for the movie? <laughs> Mr. C, are you there? Uh, I, 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 I don't uh, It's so, not, uh, not out of the question to, to make a uh, a thing part two. She recently said that on or some shit. Yeah, sure, buddy. Nobody's going to give you any money anymore. We saw the ward. <laughs> oh, we should go back and watch it. Just Ooh. kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was whew, that was something indeed. But I think he came out and said, "Yeah, I needed the money." Rob yeah. Zombie didn't make Halloween yet, so I didn't get that check. Right. Yeah. Ravioli don't buy itself, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, 
This is one of the few times that me and Tom are on agreement on a movie as well. Uh, I mean, you might be an asshole if you think this movie sucks. Yeah. You might just not like movies. Yeah, I... I who the fuck would think this movie sucks? I would talk to that person, you know? And if you haven't seen it, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, this this is... This is you might be blind if you haven't seen it. I hope it's just because you're blind, but also I'm sorry that you're blind. Yeah, but you would have heard it, at least. Mm. Mm. So, next time... We're going into uh, prequel territory, right? Yeah, we're going to see what those scurvy Norwegians were up to. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen this one? Have. Have you? I've seen it in theaters. We'll get ah. to that next week. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Sure will. Well, Joe, I talked about Spider-Man's last week, and this is another one this week. Oh, Spider-Man. So I did read the, the Molten Man and all that, and, you know, how that came to a conclusion. I also read Spectacular Spider-Man's. Uh, what happened in that? I don't even remember. I mean, it was, it was pretty uh, forgettable, like most of these have been. Yeah, but but I'm just noticing, like, I'm not just noticing. I've said it before. Peter Parker has always been betray betrayed as, hey, he's the everyman. We like him because he's just like, he's a prick. That <laughs> he has, he brings it all on himself, you know? So I feel no pity for the dude. Oh, you know, I can't pay my bills. Go to fucking work, man. Oh, you know, he's having a tough time. Go to his class. You know? Um, but he has these powers. And with these powers come responsibility, Joe. Yeah. But the thing he does is he fucking attacks everybody. You know, he's constantly <laughs> rushing in and hitting somebody and say, hey, wait a minute, you don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. And uh, look, but that he's was not hitting him as hard as he could. Right, that's true. He's pulling his punch. <laughs> Un Our special guest star, the Punisher. This starts out with a Punisher war journal. The Punisher's in town, chasing town, chasing down these militant types, and figuring out, wait, well, what are they going to do? You know, where where y'all headed next? But he kills all but one of them, and it's a lady. Tom, he says, "I'm not going to talk." He's a yes, you are, bitch. <laughs> Like the kind of Punisher, man. I don't give a shit. I thought that was surprising. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, meanwhile, this militant group, they've, uh, they've hired the Hitman who was in Spectacular Spider-Man's, like the second or third issue. They've hired him to take, kidnap J. Jonah Jerklin. Cause J. Jonah Jerklin's wrote some, uh, editorials about them you know like like anybody reads the fucking editorial section even back then and uh because of some fucking group the freedom liberation front or whatever the fucking stupid fuck wasn't this like the hey give old people the fucking right to piss or whatever 
I think this is that fucking militant group that's been in the comics for the past few issues in the background. Maybe. Um, but anyway, we get to see what's going on with the, some of the co-stars, like uh, Harry Osborne. He's really upset because Liz left him. After that whole thing with the Molten Man, she said, nah, I got, I got to be on my own. I got some shit to work out. Uh, and his buddy, Flash Thompson, is trying to cheer him up by like saying, hey, man, fuck that bitch. And Harry just gets pissed, and he wants to start beating up on, uh, on Flash. But, you know, they break it up, and they send Harry to talk to his old psychiatrist. And something sinister going on there. Maybe they'll finally get to that in a couple issues. I don't know. Don't really care. Uh, the hitman shows up. You know, he's there in the Daily Bugle offices. He's just going to take him from there instead of doing it all quietly. You know, it's going to make a big kidnapping production. Spider-Man, the Punisher, they bust in at the same time. And they, uh, well, they're trying to stop the uh, fucking uh, hitman. But he has like a little helicopter up on top of the building and he's gonna get J. Jonah Jerklin out of there but not if the Punisher has something to say about it and he does but we'll find out how this is all resolved next week uh the art was a little better it's your boy Ross if it was inked by somebody else or something but it looked different you know especially those early uh pages with the Punisher in it. They looked a little better than than what we're used to seeing in this book. But all in all, it's like a another who cares. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> you like lists, Joe? Sometimes. Oh, I've been known to enjoy a list or two. What so about this... lists we might have already done before? I'd have already done, but I think I've got different songs this time. Uh, we're doing songs from horror movies. And my number five is Have You Seen It? From Reggie Bannister and the Jizz Wailing Ya Doggies. That's the name of the band, you see. And this song, which is about the tall man and about running away from the tall man was in Phantasm 4, Tom. One of your favorites in the franchise. The jizz-guzzling doggies, you say? Yes. Like that guy right there? Oh, little guy. Oh, hey. <laughs> Good actor. My number five is from a movie we don't talk about here. But just know, Joe, that you're the devil's son. Dun 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 dun. You're the devil's son. Dun 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 dun. dun. Ooh, ah, you're the devil's son. Dun 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 dun. And that's enough of that. And who performs this song? Oh. I don't know, but it's from the movie Hackle Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I 
At number four, I have Scream Until You Like It from the band, Texas band, Wasp. This uh, was in the film Ghoulies 2. Scream until you like it, never gonna stop. Scream until you like it, get ready to rock. <laughs> oh, that fucking sucks. <laughs> After songs like that, I should get out the raid. Number four. Just a sitting here at midnight. And I've been sitting here since noon. Since my baby left me. Do, 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 do. My baby left me blue. This is from Reggie Banner and the Jizz Guzzling Dogs and Bill Thornberry from the hit motion picture Phantasm. The first one you see. One of your least favorites in the franchise. Damn, I should have brought up Phantasm, too, when I was talking about favorite fucking movies. That'd probably be a 5-5 as well. At number three, I have the song Trick or Treat from the band Fastway, which was featured on the movie Trick or Treat. Rock and roll, rocking on the midnight, feel your soul. Feel it sliding right. Ow, it hurts. Number three. Mm-hmm. Pity we straw, 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 pity we straw. The devil's son in law. Well, I tell you something. Something, something. Pity Witch Draw, Pity Witch Draw. I have that album. Some here. black ladies. Buy some black ladies. Yeah. At number two, I have Hellraiser as performed by Motorhead from the movie Hellraiser 3 Hell on Earth. Hellraiser! Rest in empowerment, King. That's what they say, right? Mm-hmm. Joe, my number two. We don't just live, but we live to rock. We love this music. We're never going to stop because we live we live to rock from the hit motion picture rock and roll nightmare by john michael thor he's the canadian ambassador to rock and roll you see straight from asgard right asgard canada asgard quebec canada 
And you better if you're around John Michael Thor. Guard your Anger's his middle name, you know. At number one, Tom, I have from a movie I don't even like, <laughs> Warriors from Dokken, from A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Uh, We're the Dream Warriors. Don't want to dream no more. I like the song a lot. But uh, isn't docking like when two people push their penises together? I not as <laughs> I think it is, dude. <laughs> jargon as you are, but I'll take your first. Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure docking is. You did just standing like. So. <laughs> Hey man, you down with docking? Yeah, they press each other's bellies together and touch penis tips. Hmm. I think one of them still needs their dick skin and tap so they can put it over the head of the other one. Like, then maybe they ride a seesaw or something. But if you like docking, good for you. It's 2023 and don't let anybody take that away from you, Joe. My number one is from the hit motion picture creep show. Have you heard of this one? I've heard of this movie. Move it faster. Mm. Don't let go. 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 Songs about fucking, you see. Had the, uh, what's it called? The DJ at the wedding play that for Lori and I's dance. And as soon as the fuck part and the fuck music got on, he just faded it down. All right, I was here for the bride and groom. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> Joe, join us next week as we talk about, you ready to write it down? Ready. All right. Well, I'm not, so I'll let you know later. Ha ha, surprise list. Speaking of surprises, remember, just announced the mystery box of shit contest. This is open to anybody who watches and listens to whatever this is. Send a video of yourself doing the demon dance and uh, send that video over to Boy Gob Pod, B O Y G O B pod at gmail.com and uh get entered to uh win a 12 by 12 box full of shit joe but halloween is coming up and i just had to pay my quarterly taxes today or at least write the check for it so i could use some fucking money so head on over to dwn productions dot net pick something up because uh the old time stir can use a little help right now oh shit put a little love okay what i was like oh shit remember 
Like, mm. yeah, those. Uh, yeah, go on over to olddwmproductions.net. See what Tom's got. Get yourself ready for the Halloween season because uh, time's a wasting. Time's a wasting. Get your uh, your mask for your costume and all that. And uh, if you got time, and not just a mask for your costume. You can hang it up and put it on a shelf or a wall and look at it. Art and decorations for your house just don't have to be printed on paper. It can be 3D made out of latex, baby. Head on over to dwnproductions.net. Latex, it's not just for your dick. And then fastcustomshirts.com if you want. Get some t-shirts. And you can use it for your dick. If you want a fancy little cum rag, you want a little cum rag that has the ghoul from house on it, you head on over to Fast Custom Shirts and whack off and then wipe it all over Big Ben's face. Let him know what you think of him. Ben Grimm. Everybody, hope you have a fucking great week. Get those fucking dance moves going. Hey, something we'll talk about next week. Uh, new Mortal Kombat's coming out. Have you seen that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme trailer for it? No. Looks nothing like him, Joe. <laughs> but until next time, boy, God. The song, oh.